It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, everyone. It's time for another NFL in London podcast. It's December. It's cold. That time of year. It is, but Buffalo Bills got a win over the dreaded New England Patriots, twenty-four to ten. Ah, that was a big beat. It was. It was a beat down. It was. It was a weird game because it was just like from watching it. The Bills look really strong. They look, but again, going against that Patriots offense, that Patriots offense is so boring. Oh god! And like all the people, like anyone who thought like, oh, maybe Matt Patricia and Joe Judge being co-coordinators will be a good thing. It's been proven absolutely wrong. Like, it's one of the dumbest thing decisions Belichick's ever made. It's dumb and it dumber. Completely, it completely ruined Mac Jones' second year. You know, even with a good defense, they, they just completely botched it. And they have no creativity. Every time the Bills got him in like third and 12, they'd check it down. Punt. It was just, mm-hmm. it became comical. It's and like watching a, it's like watching the Bears of a few years ago. To me, that's what it, it was just like, oh, that's what the Bears used to be. That's all we used to do. Yeah, I think there's a few things. The Bills running game looked better, which is one thing everyone's been complaining about is that they can't. They really did a good job at just controlling mm-hmm. the clock the whole game where they it wasn't even it never felt like the pads were going to come close. Like every time Buffalo had it just methodically went down the field. And it wasn't even like it wasn't exciting plays except for the one Josh Allen did, which was an excellent touchdown. But it was more just like just beat you with like tiny little, you know, the death by a thousand cuts, like little mm-hmm. converting on third and threes all over the place, running it on first and second. It was it was a really good impressive win, I think. Um, especially three wins in twelve days, all yeah. three on the road. You know, Import, that, in an important time when, you know, everyone else is surging around you as well. And now you got 10 to 11 days to get healthy. Mm-hmm. So I think they're in a good spot. So I think, yeah, that was a big win. But if you're a Patriots fan, you got to be thinking now it's like, shit, we're going to be at the basement of this division for a long time. Because yeah. The way the Jets are looking, the way the Dolphins are the Bills. Like, it, thank, the other, thank God they got the Celtics. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. They got, they got Sam Adams. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right, uh, and it's just watching it again as a Bears fan, sort of seeing it. It it and this the Mac Jones screaming meme, uh, you know, uh, to see that he sort was of he was right though. Yeah, <laughs> he was absolutely right. Those plays sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. What are you doing? <clears throat> Takes take some chances, you know, and and like you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to get beaten by more. Uh, that's the problem when Buffalo is going to lay a thumping on you. You better answer back. You can't just answer back with safe plays. That's what the Bears always did. At least we had a defense. And, and you know, the Patriots defense usually is pretty good. Judon is playing pretty good. But um, at the same time, it's Buffalo's <laughs> offense. Yeah, and they well, the Buffalo had a, like offensive line in tatters. And they, they did take advantage of the Patriots. But like, that's why. they did Their defense did everything possible. They got, like, three punts and, and a turnover out of Josh Allen. And their offense put up seven points on a screenplay that was just yeah. kind of a fluky, great play by uh, the running back. But. Not like an amazing play. It was just kind of sort of happened. And from there, I don't think they barely even got a first down. Well, I mean, still, the Patriots still put themselves in a good playoff contention, given that the way the AFC yeah. is. I mean, even with that loss, okay, you take a loss. But, play. Uh, you know, they still have a, a record that's admirable or at least uh, a sentable of getting in further. Let's move on to the game zone, week 13, because there's some great games. There's, some, great some, games. Re- there's some really good games. I want to start uh, with the Jets. Uh, J-E-T-Z. Uh, seven and four. Uh, they're facing a Minnesota team who is nine and two. Now the line started this one at three points. I've now seen it at uh, points. <coughs> odds checker at one and a half. Um, it is in Minnesota. Uh, I mean, is it? Is it? You know, this is tough because for Minnesota is three points. I guess is this? 
Is this an insult? Uh, or is the Jets? <laughs> I think every game has been an insult to Minnesota all year. Just get used to it, Minnesota. No one believes in you, I think, is what everyone kind of feels that way. Um, yeah, if you think a 9-2 and team in December going against a Jets team, and it's only three points at home, you say, what world, what multiverse are we in? Mike White is already the MVP, apparently, in well, candidate. After again, that, after a game against the Bears. I think Jets fans need to look at, remember last time Mike White had his first start. Mike White's first start, I think he had the most yards passing in NFL history for a start. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Buffalo and threw four interceptions and got benched. Yeah. So before the game was over. So, you know, we've seen this before. Again, it's the same situation. Had that fantastic game last week. Just picking them apart. But that Bears D was just... Oh, horrible. Just terrible. But he was picking them apart. And he gave them credit. He, he did all the things that Zach Wilson was not doing. And they mm-hmm. looked great. Now, again, you're going on the road in Minnesota. It's, it's a loud, tough place to play. Yeah. Um, again, that luckily they got that defense. And I think the Jets can... I don't... I really don't believe in either team. Yeah. <laughs> but I do almost believe more in the Jets, actually. I think they have foundationally better players i think yeah. especially on what they have on defense with sauce gardner and quinn and williams like i and and Darren reed across there their corners are going to be able like sauce gardner on jefferson is going to be one of the best matchups of the day so i think they could definitely keep it close um i think the vikings just being at home and i need to see mike white play two three good games in a row he hasn't yeah. done it in his career had that great game yesterday let me see it again but until then i will go with the vikings to win um, I'm going to go 29 to 24. Yeah. I, it, to me, it's a, this is like a who's real bowl in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you're like, yeah, are these guys, which of these guys is really real? I mean, like the jets have, have made an effort and yeah, it was against the bears last week. The one thing that is impressive about the jets is they just seem to propel. There's, there's always guys stepping up. You know, you've got so many, so much talent in the running game uh, and, and running backs that are just being used and, and, and new guys coming up, wide receivers that are stepping up as well, um, healthy guys coming back in it. Um, but then Minnesota, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, they're nine and two, but it's a nine and two. It's like a glass jaw nine and two. You know, one of those big guys that just, oh, I'm real tough. And then just yeah, gets knocked you see, out. You see what happened like with Mac Jones yesterday. Yeah, and throwing for 100 yards. He threw up almost 400 against Minnesota in Minnesota. Yeah, so, so Minnesota can be scored me, upon. So can be scored. So if Mike White again, he went from a good situation against the Bears to now another good situation mm-hmm. against the Vikings. But I haven't. He didn't do it two years ago. So I don't. I'm not a good believer. I think Mike White's a nice little story, but I don't know if he's. Again, I'm, this feels like very Taysom Hillish. It, it does it very much, like. and, and we'll talk about the Taysom, but I am going to actually go for the Jets in this one. I, I'm going to go for the Jets in the upset in this one. I, I think they've got enough talent in the running game, and I think they can mix it up. I think they have enough offensive, whereas I think they their defense will also get to Kirk Cousins. And that's the if, – if he can't throw – well then, you you just limit Justin Jefferson. You know, you you list you you limit his options. So uh, I think the Jets. I think it's to be a lot of points, thirty to twenty eight. Can I can I say something about uh, Taysom Hill? For a you you go why, right ahead. Why is he a tight end in fantasy football? Um, gets it people makes no lot. sense. He's never yeah. caught a pass. He's never no. caught a pass. He's almost you could question has he ever even lined up in the tight end position? No, Yet he's the number three tight end in fantasy. And it's, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like, oh, I want to make Jamar Chase my kicker. 
Yeah, no. Right? It's like, it. what is the difference between that? I think it's an absolute. Whatever happens, I'm a commissioner of one league. If I can change that, that, that will not be happening next year. I that, had him. I don't understand that at all. No one really explained it. I only just found out like in the early part of the season. I'm like, what do you mean he's a tight end? I picked him up in like week three, and I was like, what the hell, tight end? And I was like, I'll keep him on my bench. And then he was like sucking butt, and I needed, you know, I wanted other people. I was like, well, I'm not going to keep Taysom Hill. But then I was like, because it to me it seemed like a ridiculous option, like having him as a doesn't backup tight end. If it, he's doesn't. never even caught a pass ever. Yeah. And then he's just gonna, and he's quarterbacking it, or if he just does anything running the ball, you're like, well, which I'm also tight end. He does all basically. Yeah. He's a tight end, and everything he does are the only things that tight ends don't do. Either, they, so I agree with you. Either expand thing. the definition of what a tight end is, or no. that. You don't have to or, just stop this. It's stupid. Or stop it. Put him as a quarterback because that's what he is. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, apparently he's a tight end. So right. as you're saying. Someone's going to win a fantasy league. Someone's going to win a fantasy league because of this bullshit rule. And there, there'll be a, probably be a documentary about it afterwards. The year that Taysom yeah. Hill was used and some guy a goes 30, on some sort of. It'll be a 30 for 30. Yeah, yeah, some sort of murderous rampage on it. Hopefully not, but that is America. Baltimore is uh, is America and Russell Wilson. No one comes yeah, to your birthday that. parties, uh, especially even with Sierra singing. Like, seriously, that... Sierra's going to sing at my birthday. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but uh, does Sierra even like a pop singer? Does she make albums still? Like, she, she just, I like, think a she's, she's, make, she's making money off the 90s, like probably yeah. probably like he should be. Yeah, it's uh, hilarious how this, the, the, what, one of the storylines from that terrible draft day movie became uh, part of this where yeah. they didn't draft that guy because uh, only half the team showed up to his party. <laughs> yeah. You guys say that. Yeah, like well they're facing a Baltimore team while everyone would show up to Lamar Jackson's party. Yeah, maybe not. There's a few people talking trash. I'll tell you but... what, there's a bunch of fans right now who wouldn't because yeah. what they're doing and blowing fourth quarter leads. Like that 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 game cost me a bunch of money on a parlay and I was sitting there feeling great. Six minutes left up nine and you lose. Yeah, it's that's Baltimore's like, blowout way. They have been falling apart just, in the fourth this is quarter. A pattern. And this is, again, and this is, I think, if you're, I, I think Lamar's going to get paid regardless because you can't really let him leave because they failed him by not giving him that solid receiver, that that digs that you see, mm -hmm. that guy when I mean, it's third and three and you need the tough yards. You know, they just have uh, Mark Andrews. A good center would be nice too. It's just, it's just they failed him at, at every step and they're, and he's, and now they're losing. They're even trading for Rokon Smith. You should be trading for Chase Clay. Anyone. Mm -hmm. And just seeing what they do in, in the offseason is going to be fascinating. Because uh, uh, who fears this team come to playoffs? Like, Lamar might do Lamar things, but he's also going to blow a fourth quarter lead. Because that has happened almost religiously this game. Well, yeah, you know you can score back in them. And now they're, they're eight-point favorites at home over Denver. Uh, 38 and a half is the over under, which means Vegas is saying not a lot of points are going in this one, obviously because of Denver's D and sort yeah. of like it's the old dog versus the new dog as Russell Wilson has put out to pasture. Yeah. I, I wonder listen. if it's going to be one of those things where it's like, uh, your uh, longest yard where they, they, the offensive line just lets them get sacked. Uh, you know, cause, uh, Russell yeah. Wilson is just not, it's not putting There's it up. No way. Listen, this is what I think I might bet this. There's no way I'm betting. I think Denver's D has kept every single game close. I think it's something like they've kept almost like every team under 20. Oh, God. Yeah. They've been amazing. So to think that this Ravens D that can barely put up beat Jacksonville that has struggled against everyone is just going to all of a sudden win by 10. Mm. Like, I think if Russell Wilson getting reamed out in public by a player on defense, like 
if this can't rally them together to show up a bit and have a better game, like the fact that like there's no way I'm I am not going to pick Denver to win because they're just until Nathaniel Hackett, which is definitely going to be fired. Mm-hmm. I think with this investment, like if they cut him, they have a hundred million dollar dead cap hit. <laughs> so they can't <laughs> they can't really cut him till no. like 2026, and then it's a 30 million cap, dead cap hit. Which would be put him in a tight end. 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 But um, it's man, it's just uh, so to me, this is a game that they gotta, they have to at least do something, at least be competitive. Um, but there's no way I'm picking Lamar in this Ravens offense to beat that Denver D by ten. There's no way. So I like this bet. This one I might actually bet in real life. So I'm gonna go, but this would be a real close game. I'm gonna say Ravens 2017. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't like Denver to score back because I think Baltimore can score in them and they're going to find ways, especially it's at home. It's at home. It doesn't and, matter. You know, this Baltimore team can't put any by 10. They don't deserve, they don't deserve to beat anybody. I, I, I The line I've seen is eight. I've got it. I've got it 24 to 15. I've got it nine points. I think they'll beat them by nine. Um, ah, Man, I just, I just I can't see Denver scoring. I just Yeah, but see. I can't see Baltimore scoring. Oh, I think it's going to be. I think Denver D. Against the Denver, I think they'll be able to figure it out though, because the one thing about that Denver D is is not being adept at facing a running quarterback. They're not as good against a running quarterback Listen. like that, and and <laughs> they're good against the run. And hey, look, you got the run. Uh, you know that they can throw Drake like in Gus the mix. Edwards, you got to worry about you Gus got Kenyon Edwards. Drake. That's what oh, I mean. Kenyon. Absolutely, you no... got Kenyon Drake. He's got some speed, so I think Baltimore can use him. But you also got Mark Andrews, and how are you going to cover him? So I think that they've got enough. Then you can throw Duvernay into the mix. Denver is going to have enough to cover that what Lamar is going to find some holes. I just think they'll be able to, whereas Denver cannot score in the other way. Uh, who's going to, who's Russell going to underthrow to? He, he throws, he throws raw hot dogs. That's what it looks like when he's throwing, just throwing raw hot dogs, like dildos on the field. Uh, you know, it's other dildos on the field is uh, Pittsburgh and they're four and seven and they're facing the five and seven Atlanta Falcons. Oh, I didn't. We, yeah. Uh, five and seven Atlanta Falcons. Um, the the line is one and a half for Atlanta. Pittsburgh yeah. is different now that they've got TJ Watt back. That defense is like gone from like blurst to to not so bad. Yeah. Um, forty two points is the over under in this one. Atlanta's at home. Mariota, what what uh, what's going on with this Atlanta yeah. team? They're five and seven <clears throat> and, and still in the hunt. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. I mean, it's just. I mean, Ritter must be shit. Uh, that's the only explanation because there's no reason why you shouldn't be, especially at home. But maybe the fact that they're only still a game back of, of Tampa Bay. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think T.J. Watts made this Pittsburgh team back. Again, Kenny Pickett's getting more reps. He's getting more comfortable. He's, he's Him and Pickens are having a good little uh, com- a connection going. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if they can get ever get any running game going, they're actually not, they're not a terrible team. So, to me, Atlanta just feels like a team reeling right now, um, you know, I'd say no pits, but that really doesn't make a difference. But I just can't, especially TJ Watt going against Marcus Mariota. Like even though they're at home, I'm going with TJ Watt. I think they're going to make them turn it over, and um, it's. It, I'm going to go Pittsburgh win this comfortably. I'm going to go um, 24-17. I'm with you on this one. I've got a 24 to 20 Pittsburgh. I, that defense just makes a difference. It really does because it's one thing, you know. Um, with this this Pittsburgh team, they've always sort of been a defense, the Bears team. And and when you have a defense that steps up and puts fear into people, they can actually keep them into games. Pickens Pickett, uh, I think if you say it five times fast, uh, it, they automatically get a touchdown. Um, 
but um, it's it's the team is looking better. Uh, I still think they got a long way to go. Uh, they both suck, sort of. You know, they're middle middle round teams, but Atlanta to me just doesn't offer anything. You know, the injuries are there. That offensive line is just bad, and Mariota just throws some hor- his like his hot dogs are yeah. ducky hot dogs. They're just horrible. So I've got it twenty four to twenty. Ah uh, man, this game is ooh, this is the game. This is the the game we're all I'm looking forward to this one. Tennessee seven and four at Philadelphia ten and one. Yeah, you know, Tennessee's defense has been playing strong and kept them on top of this seven four, despite you know the you know Ryan Tannehill um, leading this team. You got Derrick Henry, but you got Philadelphia here ten and one. They've been they've been stung uh, for a loss, but uh, they're at home. And uh, they're five and a half point favorites points, but the, the line has gone between six and a half and five and a half, five and a half is the one we've got 44 and a half is the over under um, Tennessee hasn't, hasn't lost a couple in a row in, in ages. So is this, is this another one they lose Ryan? Oh, this is an exciting game. I think this is six and a half is nuts. I think mm-hmm. Tennessee is just so well coached um, by Vrabel that they've just, they just don't, when you see the big spreads, they cover it. They've covered almost. They everyone. don't lose. Like, they don't lose by like when, much. Yeah. When Kansas City had that ridiculous twelve and a half point or something, it's just mm-hmm. and then they won twenty seventeen. So to me, I think Philly keeps this close. I think the or oh, sorry, Titans keep this close. I think Philly that insane game last week, like four hundred yeah. yards rushing almost. Yeah. I think AJ Brown looking to have a big game against his, his old team. So I oh, think yeah. they're going to really Nemesis. try. And, they're going to try and force feed him. And I think the fact that they're going to try and force feed him, they could probably get a good turnover out of that. I think Tennessee is going to probably egg egg Jalen Hurts into doing it, hopefully, and then mm-hmm. try and make a play on it. I think the Eagles can be run on. You know, yeah. They're not that strong of a defense with running. And then you got Henry come on the other side. Um, last week was tougher because he was going against Cincinnati. You have you know, Reader back. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go – I'm going to go t- – I'm going, to go, I'm going to go with the Titans. A little upset here. I'm going to go with a little upset just for fun. Um, I think it'll be a fun game. I'm going to go 27-24 Titans. I, I agree with you. Uh, the Titans, they don't get blown out. I mean, the five and a half, six and a half is, is too much for me for, yeah. for this Titans defense whose front seven has been playing great. And I mean, again, the well-coached Derrick Henry. Um, Tannehill's not making as many stupid passes. Some of his wide receivers are now stepping up which is good. Philadelphia, this is going to be the stopping the run because this is the whole thing. It's going to be these defenses. You know, the Titans are going to have to thwart Jalen Hurts from running. They're going to have to stop Miles Sanders. They have to stop all of those guys from getting some movement. Whereas at the same time, Philadelphia's got to focus on Derrick Henry. So it's going to be interesting to see. And as you say with A.J. Brown, just wondering if Devonna Smith is going to get a lot of targets because he's going to maybe not get, you know, not as much coverage. So, you know, Zach Ertz as well. I mean, this is, yeah, man, this is, a, this is a lovely one. I've got it covering though. I've got Philadelphia winning at 30 to 27. Exciting game. Very exciting game. The next one actually could be exciting as well. It's Jacksonville who are four and eight, but man, they're playing plucky. They are playing plucky at four and eight. And they're facing another plucky team. Oh, possibly the pluckiest of plucky teams. Yeah, Detroit Lions are four and seven. This is the pluck bowl. It's 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 the battle of the big cats. It's the jaguar versus the lion. I mean, uh, who would really win? I mean, obviously, lion would win. Can the jaguar (laughs) sneak from the trees? Yeah, Uh, fifty-seven, fifty-seven and a half is the over/under. Basically, there ain't no D. This is all a big wide-open V. I think um, everyone got super excited about that Trevor Lawrence game last week. And now feels like, again, these are the games that he needs to kind of go back-to-back 
stack good mm-hmm. games upon each other because that's been his biggest problem. He'll show flashes of brilliance and then getting that game, which also screwed my ticket when he went for two and got it. I was just like, my God. It was like one of those moments <laughs> yeah. you're just watching. You're you're watching your money just get like squid game, except it was going yeah. up instead of coming down. Um, but to me, I, I go with the Lions. I think the they they were good against Buffalo. I think mm-hmm. they were able to move it. I think their defense is playing a bit better. Uh, you know, Goff at home. And I think yeah, Jags, again, Etienne got injured. I think he's going to play, so he should be okay. Um, but again, I haven't seen the Jags been able to be consistent oh, this whole year. Um, I think it's a pickup. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be, again, one of the most fun games of the week. So um, I'm going to go with the Lions to win at home, 30-27. That is almost why well, I've got the Lions to win as well, 33-26. to 26. I, I can you know, I can sort of see why they, they gave, you know, Vegas gave Jacksonville the one point. But, yeah, again, the, the, the inspired play, you know, the Lions were scoring a lot and getting scored on even more, which is why they, you know, were able to chalk up those seven losses. But in recently, and as we said, they've, they've actually been able to plug that hole and get some of the wins together. So I think hopefully there's a lot of hole plugging to go on here. <laughs> Speaking of hole plugging, Deshaun Watson. Oh, not even, hey, <laughs> hey, we haven't even gotten to that one yet. Uh, yeah. But I like Detroit to win 33 to 26 in this one. But uh, let's talk about uh, Deshaun plugging the holes and rubbing down the holes. What do you think is the over under on no means no chance? Oh, I, you know, I think. <laughs> I think there's going to be limited. I think there'll be more fans. I think there's more Cleveland fans. Look, you got a whole stadium of fans who want to well, watch it's Houston. football. No, it's in Houston. Uh, it's in football. Yeah, it's in Houston. It's in Houston. Still. It's uh, old team. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Gonna, uh, there's going to be some. Yeah. There's going to be some bad Look, fans, it's going to be – you wonder. I mean, the stadium doesn't want it to look bad. The I, organization – The I mean, announcers are going to have to pretend they don't hear it, which is going to be one of the best parts. They're going to be like, oh, dear. Well, this is must not be ideal for kids listening at home. And Houston is just this <laughs> trash bag franchise. Now, everything is just imploded. Nobody likes being there. Um, and, and then you've got, you know, obviously the Deshaun has left and he's with the Browns. It's like, man, it's just, it's, it's the like league's way of years. saying, welcome back. Yeah, it's, it's been, been that been many years. years since he's thrown a football. Almost and two years. Not let's two years be, it, was, it was consensual massages, you know? Like, it wasn't like he was, like, putting a gun to a woman's head. Like, how many, how many stores of your NFL players, especially in the offseason, even retired ones doing stuff, you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Um, it's just funny because every every mistake will be so scrutinized. Like, the shit this guy's that's what I, That's like, what happens when, I, when you want to leave Texas. The fact he's even on social media anymore is insane. Like, um, how can you not? Like, everything he does. So, I think everyone in the whole country is going to be kind of tuned in just to hate watch yeah. this game basically, and hope for nothing but, like, a six-interception game. We're probably going to have – I don't I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not going to say – I think I have no set up idea. in the best I have no idea about possible. this one. Yeah. I think the fact that they don't have a joke here, so he's going to be out. They don't really have – I think Cleveland thought that they were, like, one piece, a quarterback away from winning it all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they don't look that great on defense. They don't look like – Kobe Brissett played as well as you could hope, and only could squeeze four wins out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I is Deshaun Watson really going to be like twenty points different? Where they're going to come out and now we're going to put forty up? I think it's going to struggle this first game. I, I'm I'm going to take Houston to cover. I think yeah. the emotion, I think of, of of the fans feeding off of it is definitely going to keep it close. I'd love for Houston to win. I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow pulled off some 
weird because weird shit happens in games yeah. like this. Um, but I'm gonna go with Cleveland just to have a tough game, but I think they're gonna win it. Um, I'm gonna say 24 to 22. Close one, yeah. Cleveland I mean, wins. I'm just so torn in this one as well because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know if it's the F you ball. Or that you're going to get. Oh, he's going to get booed more than. Any well, I mean, it's not even that. Ever. I mean, I mean, I'm talking. I don't care about the crowd. I'm talking about the style of play. I'm talking about him in the way that he plays mm, with the vigor, yeah. the way that he addresses it, the way that the Browns surround him and go, "We've got your back, man." Well, how is he going to deal with adversity when he? Yeah, he and I, I, I don't care. I don't. I don't think they care about the crowd. I'm not, I, this is how the team addresses it. And it, and the other side of the ball, you have to look at this Houston team, which they've gotten rid of Davis Mills, David Mills, whatever. Yeah, he's Gen- General Mills <laughs> General. gone, but the fact is, is that this team you've got Cooks who wasn't allowed to leave the team and vocally doesn't like it. You've got a team who's one nine and one, whose real future is in jeopardy because you go, what the hell are they even looking for? What what do they even want? So it's almost a cesspool in a way that you sort of go, well, how are they going to rally? Sure, yeah, you can get a new quarterback or new quarterback in, and you could rely on Pierce, but. I, to me, Cleveland just has the better team overall. You've got Cooper and and Deshaun can at least run as well. So I, Houston's defense isn't scary enough. As much as I could see Houston rallying, I just think Deshaun is still better quarterback. And who knows? You know, we haven't seen him play in ages. But hopefully, I think it'll be good. I, it could get out of hand. It could be stupid. I'm going to go with safe and say that Cleveland covers this one, 27 to 21. They cover by six. Uh, let's look at a, a, a game that, man, at the start of the year, you would go, this game's not exciting, but it's Washington, who are 7-5. and five. They're facing a New York Giants team who are 7-4 in an unbelievable, this must be a simulation year, because the NFC East is really good. Um, the G- Washington team, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 48.5 is the over-under. I mean, from a team that Dan Snyder, everyone hated him so much, everyone's pretty quiet now, aren't they? Now that Washington's doing okay, everyone's shutting it up. Did you see that um, terrible statue that they they unveiled? Oh yeah, Sean Taylor. Oh, Sean Taylor. That 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 to me was just <laughs> the absolute epitome yeah. of what the watch. Like if they if if anything just could exemplify Dan Snyder owning a team in one image. It was it's wearing that. soccer cleats. It was wearing <laughs> soccer had, like, cleats. Different logos. They had wires for arms. Oh, it yeah. Was, Adidas. Oh. Of, just, but also, not even that, but when you watch the video and just the groans of, of the excitement and then just pulling it down, it's like mm. someone pulled it down and there was like a statue of their parents having sex. Is what oh, they, just, they, were, they were like, oh, God. Oh. It was just this awful, hilarious moment. It was only, only could have been done by the commanders. Well, it's um, one of those things where it's like, we don't want to offend one yeah, group, so we'll just offend every group. We're just everyone, black, white, handicapped, or everyone's going to go, that is just horrible. What is that? It's just offensive to him, you know, to belongs, his legacy. That belongs, that's so shit. It belongs <laughs> in a modern art museum because <sighs> with all the other shit, modern art. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, well, the wires on his arm uh, means that uh, he doesn't have CTE. It was um, probably it was probably a grant that they gave to like some person who's never watched football, seen football, yeah. or just, never. You called just it like, a statue too. Yeah, was, everything about it was amazing. It was, it was horrible. It was, but it was this my game, favorite thing that happened in the whole season. Yeah, uh, this game though, Washington at uh, the Giants, uh, Washington favored by two and a half. Um, 
you know, obviously it's it's a tough one. How, how do you feel about this? I, I think Washington's good. I think Washington's kind of fun to watch now. I think if Chase Young comes back, which they're they're hoping he will, and if he comes, that just makes that defense even scarier. That can get to the quarterback. He is a monster to mm-hmm. deal with. Um, so yeah, I think the Giants are kind of reeling. I think Saquon doesn't look the same, and the reason they got off to such a hot start is because Saquon was just back to rookie year Saquon just yeah. running around everyone. Now they're have they've had to rely on Daniel Jones a bit more and it's been it's been a tougher. And I think you know the commanders have won what six out of seven. Yeah. Ever since Heineke come over, they're feeling it. You know, Brian Robinson's playing well, that defense. So I'm I I like the commander. I think the I think we all kind of saw the Giants kind of fall. Yeah. You know where they're, I think they're Minnesota they had that nice it was a nice little story, Brian Dayball coming out looking great. But now when you get December, the teams that get starting to believe in themselves. So the teams that are good start ascending and the ones start falling. So I think now we're seeing the Giants fall. To me, that's what it looks yeah. like. And, I, and it shouldn't be surprising. So I think commanders are right in there in the playoffs. So I'm going to take them to win this. I think they're going to win it pretty easily. Um, I just think they're stronger defense, better offense, and they're just more confident right now. So I'm going to go with commanders 28 to 20. I agree with you. Washington wins. I, I like the way they're playing. Uh, the running game is working. They got a good tandem running game. The, the McLaurin, the, the wide receivers. And as you say, that defense uh, it keeps them in games. And the defense can also, you know, force turnovers, which is great. Uh, and they get to the quarterback. The Giants, um, you know, their defense are relying for a while. But event- eventually, Daniel Jones is, you know, got to find people. And, you know, they're starting to get some people back. But, you know, they've they've limited themselves in terms of wide receivers. So, I like Washington to win this one. I mean, I think they're playing each other again next week. I think as well. Is it something they're playing like two weeks in a row? But they're playing Maybe. each other very. They're playing each other very quickly again. So you know, when you get a doubleheader game like this of two local teams that know each other, you know, Washington gets this one. But we'll have to see how the next one goes. Uh, the next game, uh, someone who's owned our team since December two thousand and eighteen, Mister Aaron Rodgers. He's got one of the things he owns a lot now of now is is excuses uh, and broken parts. Apparently he's back and he's leading his four and eight. Oh, surely that must be eight and four. Oh no, it's four <laughs> and eight team against the three and nine. And yes, that's that's right. I expected it to building here. Bears forty three and a half point over under. It's in Chicago. Justin Fields uh, was warming up on Wednesday. Uh, so that's he a good should sign. be playing. He should be playing. He should be um, playing in a nemesis. It's game. funny. Do you think if um, Jordan Love didn't throw that touchdown to Watson, that big play? And or like, let's say Jordan Love went out there and just and the ninety four vomited on himself, just vomited on himself, right? Yeah. Do you think Rogers comes back or he's like, I oh, let the kid go fail and show you how well you need me? But since he, I think the fact that Love came out had that kind of decent little half. Rogers yeah. is like, shit, I got to play now because the ego can't take it. it yeah, no, of course, just, it's all um, about the ego. Yeah. <clears throat> listen, they gave up almost four hundred yards rushing. Um, so what is there to say? Like that, this is a team, especially this Packers defense that. They spent about a billion draft picks on, and they, I know they've had some injuries. They lost Rashad Gary, they lost, but it's it's just, it's just embarrassing, man. Mm-hmm. And it just to me, I think they'll win. I think again after what happened to the Bears with the Jets last week, and just the Bears have been just getting beaten the mm-hmm. last couple of games. Um, I think their defense is is not good. It's just it's showing without Roquan Smith, they lost yeah. their like heart and soul, and it just shows that it just feels like they can't stop anybody. I think 
if Fields plays big day fantasy, I think he could just run for 150 probably on his own against this Packers defense. Yeah. So I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be the Rodgers beatdown games that we've seen in the past, but I'm going to go um, 24-20 uh, Packers win. I, I also have it 24-20, but for the Bears. Um, it's at home, uh, and I, and I think that uh, yeah, look, we did take a beating, but no one thought that the Jets like that was just a beating, and you're sort of looking at it going, oh, ooh, man, they really hit the defense. I don't think we really expected that, um, and I think they, I think the Bears are learning. Uh, the defense sucks, I know that, uh, but I don't think the Bears they're a four and eight team, and they can't torch a lot of people. And you know, here's the thing about that Watson, Christian Watson, he drops as many balls as he catches. He still does. And don't expect so many good things. And everyone's like, ah, this guy. Yeah, you can hit him with that 94-yard bomb. But think about the other, you know, 8-yard and 11-yard balls he's dropping all the time. So, I mean, he gets targeted enough. And sure, he'll catch enough. But still, you know, at the opening of the, the other game, he's, he dropped two balls to start the game. So, I don't really trust him that much. Cool. Bears, Bears win. 9 p.m. games brings with it some fun. We'll start with Seattle, who... Six and five, we had a high hopes, but they've taken a few on the chin. They're seven-point favorites, though, over the Super Bowl defending champions. Los Angeles Rams. The replacements. The three Los Angeles eight. replacements. Oh, they're they 41 and a half is the over-under. It reminds me of, you know, like when an animal, oh, I grew up on a farm, when an animal gets, gets that age where it's about to go and die, it usually finds like a little place under the dark, under a porch, and it just sort of goes there and, and curls up. And it just no, it leave feels me like, alone. It feels like this is this team feels like the Mar like the in baseball, like the Florida Marlins, right? They they win a championship and then somehow they win a championship. And then the next year they the team just falls apart or they just get rid of everyone. And then they go disappear for 10 years and then they'll mm -hmm. just pop up. And it feels just like right now this Rams basically sold everything for that championship. They got it. And yeah, they got was one. it everyone's like, is that the I I would take, I would sell the next sure. couple of years. Leverage the your future. Yeah to get a championship so i think they did the right thing but now the the, the bill has come the yeah. bill has come and it's, it's like sleeping it's, with a super big service to get charge mm. a big service charge on it that you did not expect yeah and right now they're just in a bad spot i god knows who's playing quarterback aaron donald's out you know cooper Cup. their whole offense is out pretty much so you got seattle who's again another team that started really hot it's kind of been reeling lately hasn't looked as sharp gino hasn't looked as good so it's a good bounce back game the mm -hmm. fact that it's going to be like 70% Seattle fans in there, like every Rams home game. Of course. If you're a Rams yeah. fan, are you really going to this game? To There'll be more Raiders fans than Rams probably. fans there, probably. It'd be, like, it'd be like basically the, yeah, like the Wembley game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just, exactly. Just random jerseys everywhere. Like it's just a fans of football coming yeah. in. So I'm going to go Seattle to win. I think they're just a much better team. I'm going to go 30 to 20. I, I'm with you on this one. Uh, that spread, I mean, I'm not... I, yeah, I've been sort of bitten by big spreads this year, seven points, but against the Rams, seven points, but the Rams just can't score. I mean, and everyone just seems to get injured and, 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 you know, they're saying Matt Stafford's not going to retire. He's fine, but just the old dog. I just, I've got it 23 to 13. I just can't see the Rams really getting anything going. The defense is, it's just not even there. It's not, it's going to be one of those games. It's not exciting, you know, to watch last year. Yeah. It would have been exciting this year. Not so much this game, the next game, however, is exciting. Could this be a future Super Bowl matchup as the eight and three Miami Dolphins come into San Francisco, who are seven and four? The line of this one has gone back and forth, but it's four points the last I saw for San Francisco with a 46 and a half point over under. 
Um, you've got, uh, you know, basically the best D versus one of the most stellar O's right now going on. San Francisco's front seven is amazing, whereas Tua, um, when he plays a full game and, it's, you know, since his head got knocked around and people said he was done, kids still lighten it up. Yep. Uh, he's still fighting Tyreek Hill. He's still scrambling. And, man, this kid is really throwing yeah. that ball down the field. I think Tua's looked awesome this year. I think it's, yeah, I think he, I'm as surprised as anybody. Um, but I think that's who you have it. Mike McDaniel has been great as a coach. Mm-hmm. This is now student versus the teacher. These guys have been working together, McDaniel and Shannon, forever. So mm-hmm. they know each other. So that's why it's going to, to me, this is one of the most, this is the best game of the week. It's going to be know, so good. I think Bengals um, Chiefs is also going to be amazing. But yeah. this to me, as a Bills fan, I think, and even as a Tua doubter, I think everyone's want, been waiting kind of for this game. This is the mm-hmm. game where, because if you look at, even though Tua's been dominant the last six games, you look at who he's played, it's, it's it hasn't been great. Yeah. It hasn't been very competitive, hasn't been very good teams. And now they're going into a gauntlet now. Now they got the Niners, the Chargers, the Bills, and the Jets coming up mm-hmm. in the next four, and the Patriots again, which will be a tough one. So to me, this is the one on the road to uh, against that defense. It's just going to make it hard. I, I think the Niners have a few little injuries coming um, their way. But ooh, it's a real tough one because I could definitely see Miami winning it. I think they have the weapons, they have the offense, and I think they know each other. But I think just San Francisco has a better defense. I think that they're at home. I think that if we can see Tua get pressured and get hit a couple times and get rattled and see mm-hmm. how he responds to that, because Nick Bosa is going to be coming for him. Oh, yeah. And Fred Warner is going to take away the middle of the field. So they're mm-hmm. going to make try and force him to go to the sidelines or have to go deep. Um, so I think, I just think the Niners are just a better team. I think they got, I think they have the better defense. I think the fact that they're at home means something, but I think it will be close. I'm going to go, uh, 26, 23 for the Niners. Very close game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a great game as well. And you mentioned, you know, when you talk about that middle of the field, that's the key. Cause that's where two has been lighting it up. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's just been hitting that area and you just, you know, the progression whereas. You know, it hasn't been as deep. So, and perfect, as you mentioned, Fred Warner, he is the, the king of the middle of that field. So I think that's going to be a real big definition in this one. It's going to then come down to stopping the run. And and then because San Francisco is so innovative in using the run and using McCaffrey as using Jeff Wilson, using, you know, using this tandem as well as still hitting Debo, Debo and Ayuk, um, I can't see that they're going to have an answer defensively. Miami is going to be able to sure they can answer back, but the defense just can't keep up. So I've got it 27 to 20. Um, I think they're going to thwart to, as you say, shake them up, rattle them up, get them down. Uh, you bop his head again. Sad to say, but you know, that changes the whole game. Um, and it puts a, you know, takes his confidence out. Another game, which is kind of an interesting game as well. I mean, these guys sort of fighting for each other in, in sort of scrapping it out. As the six and five Chargers are trying to prove something, two and a half point favorites over a Las, uh, Las Vegas team who's really struggling. Four and seven, 50.5 is the over under. Everyone is saying, hey, this one is going to be points. But there's lots of injuries going on on a lot of these, both of these teams. Um, you know, you're sort of wondering what they're able to scrap together. Uh, but, you know, obviously Las Vegas being at home, it's Win City, baby. It's Win City. Um, are they going to have Win City against uh, you know Justin Herbert? Oof, again, this is too. It's a tricky game because you got basically one team, the Raiders, who were down and dead, and then just keep getting these overtime wins on the back of Josh Jacobs, who's been 
just unbelievable this year. Going into his contract year, couldn't ask for any better. Now a lot of teams are going to be like, oh, shit. Who wanted, maybe wanted, thought they'd get him on the cheap, are now just like, nah, we're not going to be able to. So the Raiders feel like that's a guy you got to keep. The Chargers, on the other hand, have Brandon Staley that they're playing against, their, their own coach, who's basically like another player for the other team, who just constantly ruins his team's chances to win. Um, I think, just to me, this is just a game that I'm going to go with the better quarterback. I think Herbert's, even though Mike Williams is good, probably out a bit injured, I just think they're just the more desperate team. They need to win this to stay in the court. If they lose this, they're pretty much going to be out of the playoff run. And then that's the question is what you're going to have is you have Justin Herbert, this all-time great that everyone talks about, who hasn't made the playoffs in his whole career, going mm-hmm. three years in a row. Going So you're going to... So to me, this is a must-win for him. He's looked really good the last couple of weeks. So I expect Eckler to be able to move it. Chargers just seem to have the Raiders' number. Doesn't yeah. seem to matter. I I think they're the more desperate of the team. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to win, uh, thirty-three to twenty-seven. Six point spread, which is exactly I have it, thirty-six to thirty. Big big points affair. Just because the defenses are both struggling to stop people, but as you say, it's Herbert just seems to have found that vigor. Whereas, you know, uh, you know, crying car, uh, crying car is one since, you know, he starts crying in the locker room, but crying car might be crying again, uh, crying in his car's crackers. <laughs> um, yeah, the injuries and everything. Like, I just, I just see, and you know, Eckler has been good and, and it's going to be an Eckler if Josh Jacobs again, who has obviously been tearing it up. These guys are just going to run right through each other, um, which I don't think they'll be able to stop it. Big yards and fantasy against each other. Uh, they probably, you know, probably get 80 yards each, uh, but I've got 36 to 30. Talking about having each other's number, Cincinnati is at home. They're seven and four, and they're facing uh, a nine and two Kansas City team who's seeming very strong right now. However, <coughs> we all know in the playoffs, uh, Cincinnati's defense has been able to figure out Patrick Mahomes. Two and a half points is the over under, or sorry, two and a half points is the spread in this one. Over under is 52 and a half. Um, you know, Cincinnati's defense, will it? Will they be able to get lucky one more time and trying to stop Patrick Mahomes? Or is Kelsey finally just, just too much of a beast for everyone? Oof, Kelsey's been too much of a beast for anyone. Um, he's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, unbelievable. Just when you think, like, oh, he's getting older. He's going to yeah. He's like the Tom Brady of tight end. He's just getting better. He might have played till he's 40. Who knows? It's like Gronk um, without the commercials. Yeah, right. Um, and, yeah, listen, Bengals have been – Getting hot lately. Now they're getting Jamar Chase back. Huge day to get him back. Um, now Joe Burrow is going to be fully confident to unleash all the all the plays. I think the fact that the Bengals, Joe Burrow, I think he's two and zero against um, Mahomes. Yeah, in his he is. Yeah. So the fact that he's kind of had his number that no one else has had. Um, I think this is just such a big game for for everyone. I think if the Chiefs lose this, is a chance they could lose the one seed. So they're going to be so desperate to keep this going i think they want revenge for even though they should only blame themselves for that game last year for how yeah. bad they played like they had the game won at the end of the first half and then did that two of the dumbest play calls i've ever seen um going into half and getting like three no points um yeah. so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the chiefs to win uh, i really 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 want the Bengals to win um i think it's gonna be a great game it's gonna be a lot of fun but I just think that Mahomes is just looking too good this year, man. And again, and him and Kelsey, when they need points, when they need to move the ball, I don't see Cincinnati have anyone that can really stop them. So I'm going to go Bengals to win a close one, uh, 31 to 28. 
Yes, that is close. Ah, man. I yeah, do it to me one more time. I think that's sort of the call sign here. It's it's you a couple of weeks ago, definitely no, but the Bengals are getting some of their defense back. They're starting to get some of those healthy guys back again, and it's in the juju. You know, funny it is, but it is in the juju over the head. And it could be juju plays a factor here, but I still like the Bengals. I still, I think that, you know, when we talk about a team on the up, who's like, you know, they, they were in the show. They were not looking like they were good at the start of the year. They were not looking like they were going to maybe take the division. And now, you know, it's seven and four. There's a chance, you know, you go eight and four and this thing's changed. You beat KC and KC goes nine and three. It's a whole different game. So I like Cincinnati here, 28 to 24 at home. Let's go Joe Burrow, JB, JB swinging, the big JB swinging. JB swagger. Uh, the, the big sweater is a Saturday, Saturday. Oh, uh, his Indianapolis Colts are four, seven and one. Uh, and their O-line, which used to be so vaunted and so strong, is now facing Mike Parsons and who's could literally throw Matt Ryan <laughs> around just like a doll. Uh, they're eight and three Dallas. They're at home favored by 11. And why wouldn't they be? Dallas is playing some good football. Uh, Fat Zeke is maybe has to play tight end soon because uh, Pollard's been taking his job. Um, and Dak, for whatever, you know, quietly from the injury, his comeback, he hasn't been crazy good, but he's been consistently winnable. At home, do the Colts have a chance? Like Dallas at home, do the Colts have a chance? To- no, I don't think the Colts have a chance. I think that again, like Mike, you said, Michael Parsons and that defense with Diggs, they're going to be able to hold Matt Ryan. But I think ten and a half is a lot. I think mm-hmm. just I think the Colts at least have a decent enough defense, and I think Matt Ryan at least is a good enough quarterback. He's playing in a sort of a dome, um, but it's it's I yeah I think the Cowboys are a better team. Again, they're they're getting hot at the right time. And now we're going to find out in the next few days about Odell Beckham. So if they're going to get them or the Bills get them. So really, I think to get this is a game you want to make a good impression on Odell, right? Like if you're the mm-hmm. Cowboys and you want him on your team, he wants to see Dak going around just picking apart people being like, yeah, I can work in that offense. So um, it's only about But if anyone's going to overpay for someone, it's going to be Jay Jones. Yes. The only guy he couldn't pay is the guy who had that photo of him um oh yeah that one yeah well it's nice he was at nuremberg as well it's nice that we're going through (laughs) everyone and finding old photos and accusing them of racism in the past is great yeah so i i'm gonna go with the colts to keep it close um i'm gonna say i think the cowboys are good but again they're not they're not winning by 40 on teams they're not like showing complete dominance you know they got beat by packers so i mean exactly that's what i mean so it's Again, every time the Cowboys win a couple games, everyone loses their minds. Like, it's the yeah. greatest thing that's ever happened to football. It's like, let's see it consistently. I think Cowboys win, but I'm going to go, um, they win 27-20. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I mean, you got an Indianapolis team that almost, almost beat Philadelphia. Um, so, you know, they obviously know a bit about uh, that division. Um, I guess, yeah, it just Dallas is the same thing. Dallas is good, and Dallas is at home, and this is prime time. So this is going to be something, obviously, Dallas is going to show up. But at the same time, I just think, you know, Saturdays probably have learned a bit. Just use Jonathan Taylor. Just run Jonathan Taylor. Just use him. Dallas could not stop the run. You just keep plugging the run into them. They couldn't stop it. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna hit you, but just find ways to get him open. And, you know, find some other ways to get innovative. Because they're going to come so fast at Matt Ryan. That offensive line is so garbage now 
that he is he could be broken. They should he should put the other guy in. Go, ah, I'm good. No, I don't want to play this one. 30 to 23. I've got it though. Uh, this is a big divisional contest. This one. Two teams who have each other's numbers, uh, like at a cousin festival or something. New Orleans is four and eight, and they're visiting Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, who's five. Tom Brady's five and six. Mm-hmm. What the what? Tom Brady's There's talk favorite. of him going back to the Pats. There's talk year. that he might yeah. go back to the Pats. Whispers. There's, also, there's talk that he might go back to Bridget Moynihan too. But I, yeah. you know, <laughs> depends what newspaper you're reading. Forty point five is the over under. Pat, uh, the Bucks are favored by four. Uh, New Orleans has consistently had Tom Brady's number at uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Um, although they've got no tools, they do have tight end Taysom Hill, though. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh, and the... and Drew Brees was struck by lightning, which apparently yeah. did you see that? <laughs> there was there is a some lightning. He's coming su- back now. He's coming back. There was a lightning survivor group now, just... like a cannon now. Oh yeah, comes back. Oh, wait, the guy just wears so much it. jewelry, he should be dead. You know, yeah, like if you're doing yeah. that, all the bling. Uh, the funny thing is there was a lightning survivors group that said that it set back their organization 20 years, <laughs> 20 years back when lightning was far more rudimentary, yeah. not as dangerous as it is now, but you said it's back yeah. us lightning survivors. Snowflake lightning. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is going to be again, one of those ugly games. This is not going to be fun to watch. Like if, from watching Tampa, do you really, like, again, he struggled almost every time he's played the saints. He's now struggling almost against everyone. So to me, do I feel confident that Brady's going to be able to move the ball? Not really. I think this will be an ugly, close game. I think the fact that they're not going back to Jameis Winston means that that's pretty much the fact that anyone's just saying we're going to just play Dalton the rest of the year. It's like, all right, like, I don't really understand the plan of that. He's going to retire in a year. You might as well see what you have left in Jameis if you have anything. Yeah, he got injured. It wasn't like he was playing badly. No. Um. So I'm gonna go. I know Tampa to win just because they're in first. They need it. Brady, blah, blah, blah. In the prime primetime Brady, I will bet on over anyone. So uh, 2017, ugly, unwatchable football. I'm yeah, I'm with you in, in ugly, just unwatchable. I'm, you know, I'd rather at some points I'd rather watch an XFL game. At the, yeah, yeah, just because I think this is going to be 18 to 16 uh, or as I call it, uh, a Southern marriage. Um, It's. It's just, yeah, these two teams, they, they have each other's, you know, number, but the numbers are low. It's always low. And Tom Brady's just frustrated. He's not, he doesn't have the offensive line to throw to. And New Orleans just has nothing, you know, they'll be able to stop Kamara, at least slow him down. So ugly 18 to 16. That's it. That's all we got for you this week, folks. Thanks a lot for listening to our week 13 preview. Make sure you check us out on social media. Also, uh, follow us uh, on all the social media and our our, uh, Facebook page. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Good luck with your picks this week.